0: Welcome to Recloseted Radio, the top-rated podcast for slow fashion founders. Whether you're thinking about launching a slow fashion brand, scaling an existing sustainable apparel company, or looking to make a brand more environmentally friendly, we have you covered. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and each week I'm sharing my proven strategies or interviewing industry experts. Without any further ado, Let's get started. Welcome back. I asked you for content topics on our Instagram a couple weeks back. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, we're just at recloseted. And shout out to Emma for asking this question, but basically she was wondering how brands can increase their awareness from scratch. Before I get into all things brand awareness though, A friendly reminder to subscribe if you haven't already so new episodes of Recloseted Radio are automatically downloaded. Also, we do provide this podcast for free, but it would be greatly appreciated if you could subscribe as well because that helps us get discovered and then that way we can help even more brands in our mission to right the harmful fashion industry. Now that you're subscribed, let's get into today's episode. If you haven't heard the term brand awareness before, essentially it means exactly what it sounds like. Essentially the extent to which someone is aware of your brand or your company. For example, when Patagonia first started out, a lot of people didn't know about the brand, right? Likely when someone heard the term Patagonia the first time, They might have immediately thought of the place, and then as time went on and as people learned about the brand more, the term and the word Patagonia meant more about the clothing brand and what Patagonia stood for, and they really became a household name in the sustainable fashion space. The golden question that we're addressing in today's podcast episode is how does a brand build that household name and that brand awareness and becomes well known when they're starting out from scratch and from the very beginning. This is something that we work a lot with our clients on and the first thing I always say is that it's going to take time and it will not happen overnight. A lot of quote-unquote overnight successes have actually been working behind the scenes for years and then they all of a sudden seem to become discovered overnight and people think that it just happened magically. But that's usually not the case. Like usually they've done so much groundwork behind the scenes. They've done all of their branding. They have all of their marketing strategies and their sales strategies. So the first thing I want you to remember and take away is that this will take time to build brand awareness. Because if you think about it, like Patagonia has been around for decades. And now it's finally like everyone kind of knows what it is, but that's going to take time. It's not just going to happen within a week or within a month, right? Like this is going to take a few years, but if you do things correctly and strategically, you can definitely shorten that timeframe and also make it so that more and more people are aware of you. So I'm going to overview some of those things that you can do correctly and strategically in today's podcast episode. The first thing you gotta nail down, and I will always talk about this whenever I mention marketing or sales, is that you need to go back to your customer and who you're targeting. Who is she or he? And how will she or he find out about you and your brand? This is fundamental basic work you need to do every time you're talking about marketing or even for sales. And it's something that we get our clients and brands that are in our CLL or CAE programs to do right off the bat because it always comes back to your customer and what need and what problem you're solving for them and then from that you build your brand and then from that they're going to be finding out about your brand because you're solving a problem for them so it always 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 comes back to your target customer And if you haven't really thought of that or you don't have a super crystal clear persona or idea of who you're really helping, then I highly suggest you pause this podcast episode, take a few minutes or a few hours actually to really flush that out because this is really important. And if you don't know how to do a persona or if you're not sure who your target customer is, please send us a DM at Recloseted or send us an email at hey at recloseted.com and we are more than happy to help you with this because this is such important fundamental work. Once you have your target customer down pat and you know exactly who you're serving, next let's talk about the avenues or the mechanisms or the different ways that people can be aware and knowledgeable about your brand. I'm going to talk about the most common avenues or methods and go in depth in them. And note that this is not an exhaustive list, but it is typically what we work with to develop with our clients and what we've seen have the most success. So the different methods and avenues I'm going to be talking about are as follows. So the first one we're going to be talking about is social media organic or free social media. Then we're going to talk about social media paid or digital advertising. So when you're putting money behind your marketing spend. Next, we'll discuss influencer marketing. Then we'll talk about partnerships. And then we'll also cover press. And then lastly, we'll talk about affiliate marketing as well. So these are some of the different ways that you can increase your brand awareness. And I'm going to go in depth into every single one so I can give you tips and tricks for every single strategy. And then you can also pick and choose which ones might make sense for you and your brand. Kicking things off with social media organic, which again means that you're not paying for it. This is just free social media. And this can consist of social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, et cetera. If you manage your social media strategy and content strategy correctly, you can grow your account successfully and increase your brand awareness that way. You just want to always make sure that the platform or the channel that you're focusing your marketing efforts on, your ideal customers or your target consumers that we just talked about at the beginning of this episode are on that platform. We have a client where before we started working with her, she decided to go on TikTok because that platform was blowing up and she felt like she had to be there. She just felt a lot of pressure to be on there, even though she didn't really see how it could benefit her brand. But regardless, she decided to create a TikTok and then was spending hours every week doing TikTok content stressing out about it and then not seeing a return on her investment or her time because she wasn't getting any sales from that platform. And when we started working with her, I really challenged her to do that exercise I talked about towards the beginning of the episode where I really asked her who her ideal customer was and where they are because you want to be on the platform and focus on the platform where your customers are. Her ideal customers were not on TikTok, so we decided to access that platform entirely. She got so much time back in her day, and she was able to really focus and drill down on other platforms that her customer is on and see way more results that way. So it's really important to make sure that the channel or the platform you focus on, your ideal customer is there. To illustrate this, we worked with a sustainable wedding gown brand, and this client saw amazing success on Pinterest, which if you think about it, makes sense because her ideal customer, which is brides, were always on Pinterest pinning their wedding gowns, their wedding decor, things like that. So they were already on the platform, and that's why my clients saw so much success being on Pinterest. That's why it's so important to figure out who your ideal customer is. And again, if you need help with that or help with market research in general, shoot us a DM at Recloseted or an email and we can sort you out. But you need to figure out who your ideal customer is, where they are and be there. I also just alluded to this a little bit, and I will go more in depth now, but I always mention this to clients and on our recloseted platforms, but you need to focus when it comes to your marketing because you cannot be on all the social media platforms. You simply don't have the time to do that, especially if you're just starting out. I always recommend picking two to three platforms max and then going all out on those platforms. Really do them really, really well. Grow them so that you can increase your brand awareness and your customer base. And then once you get big enough and you have enough revenue, you can outsource your marketing and then start to have more help so that you can expand and be on different platforms if it makes sense for you. If you want specific tips on each platform, such as Instagram, Pinterest, or email, that is stuff we work on with our one-on-one clients and also in our CLL and CAA programs. So if you are interested in learning more, you can view our services and book a free discovery call at www.recloseted.com services, and the link will also be in the show notes. So organic social media or free social media is one avenue or method someone can find out about your brand and really increase the awareness of your brand and your company. The second avenue I want to touch on is social media paid or digital advertising. And for a lot of direct to consumer e-com companies, digital advertising is their bread and butter. A lot of D2C e-com brands will rely on Facebook and Instagram advertisements and also Google ads to grow their brand and to get sales. However, this is an expensive approach as you're likely going to spend tens of thousands of dollars in advertising and then at one point you're also going to hit a plateau and a ceiling in terms of your ad ROI. That being said, I do think digital advertising or paid marketing is a good supplement to a really well-thought-out organic social media strategy and overall marketing plan. Generally, I always tell our clients to never rely solely on digital advertising as it cannot be the only avenue to build your brand awareness. I personally don't think it's very healthy because, again, it is expensive, but then also it's not sustainable because you cannot always throw thousands and thousands of dollars into your advertising every month. Instead, you need to build up other avenues and other mechanisms to increase your marketing and increase your awareness. Generally, I recommend focusing on two to three social media platforms like I just mentioned, testing things out organically to see what resonates with your target audience and then once you figure that out amplify it by putting money behind it in other words try to figure out what content resonates and what your content strategy is and don't just test things willy-nilly with money i generally recommend trying to test things out organically test the waters first with some lower stakes and then once you figure out something that works amplify it, put money behind it, and really let it take off. However, if you have really big budgets and big marketing media dollars, then by all means, you can start digital advertising right away and start experimenting directly with ad money through A-B testing or things like that. But if you're a smaller brand that's just starting out and perhaps you're self-funded or you have a really, really small budget, I usually recommend playing with organic marketing first, seeing what works, and then putting spend behind that. If any of this seems really overwhelming, don't worry. Again, like send us a DM or send us an email because this is typically what we work through with our clients and we really help them put together a strategy, implement it, and then really execute to it. So yeah, like usually we handhold people through it. So if it is a little bit overwhelming to you, don't worry. Feel free to send us a DM or an email, or just even check out our services. Again, the link is in the show notes. And then the next avenue that can increase brand awareness is influencer marketing. But before we get into it, I wanted to let you know that this holiday season, if you haven't already heard, you can ask your loved ones to give you the knowledge and guidance to help you improve your business and take it to the next level. We're offering Recloseted gift cards for the first time ever, and I'm really excited about it because you can redeem it for any of our products. So our Conscious Label Launcher, which is our program that launches brands, our Conscious Apparel Accelerator, which is our program that scales brands, and then also any of our one-on-one consulting packages. So we do business consulting, sustainability consulting, design consulting, and then a combination of all three as well. If you wanna get more information, or purchase a gift card, simply go to www.recloseted.com gift or click the link in the show notes. If you have any questions or you want us to drop a hint to someone, feel free to email us at hey at We know that sometimes investing in expert strategies, knowledge, and accountability can be slightly out of reach financially for some people, so make sure you take care of this gift card opportunity this holiday season. Lastly, as always, we're wishing you and your loved ones a safe and wonderful holiday season. Okay, so getting into influencer marketing, I like to think of it as a more elevated and scalable version of -of word-of-mouth marketing. Because that's essentially what it is, right? Like the influencer has built this community and kind of like these online friends, if you will, that trust them generally and will take their advice and their suggestions to heart. That being said, there are more and more influencers popping up. Influencer marketing is still a bit like the Wild West, I would like to say. And although it has gotten more commercialized lately and there are more brands and more companies working with influencers. You need to make sure you don't just choose an influencer randomly. It really needs to be aligned with your overall marketing strategy and you need to be able to get a good return on your investment depending on what you're looking for. A few tips when it comes to influencers. The first thing I want you to keep in mind is that you should not expect sales from every single influencer you partner with. And hearing that you might be thinking, okay, Selena, but then if I'm not gonna get sales from this, What is the return on my investment? And then why am I even bothering to do this? The answer to that is that there are other benefits to working with influencers beyond just sales, right? Like if you work with certain influencers, that can increase your brand awareness because they will talk about your brand and your products to their community who have likely never heard of your brand before. And so now all of a sudden you have all of these new people that are aware of your brand It can also potentially increase your following in your community, which is great because you can start to build that know, like, and trust factor with them. And then additionally, it can increase the trust and likability of your brand. Because if someone that you trust, let's say someone that you admire or even like your sister or a friend told you about a brand, you're automatically conditioned a little bit to trust that brand more. And that's the power of influencers, right? Like I talked about it at the beginning of this influencer section. They really are a more elevated and scalable version of word of mouth marketing. In the old day and age of marketing where You know, you would just tell your friends about it or your sister or your your brother or whatever. That's essentially what's happening right now, except people just have bigger platforms and bigger audiences to do that. Another tip or suggestion is that I would experiment with a combination of macro, power middle and micro influencers. If you've never heard of those terms before, it essentially just means the size of the following of the influencers. So macro influencers are really big and usually they're about like 250k plus, but these guys are usually meant for awareness building because their audiences are so big and you can really leverage and utilize it so that more people are aware of your brand essentially. And with a bigger audience, you can convert, but sometimes the conversion rates are a little bit lower. So really, I always recommend partnering with a key few macro influencers to boost your awareness. And then power middle is kind of like the middle of the sales funnel. I generally like to think about influencers like the sales funnel. So at the top of the funnel, the biggest part, you have macro influencers. Then you move down to the middle of the funnel to power middle. And then these guys really can spend the time to like increase your brand likability and your trust. And then at the bottom of the influencer sales funnel, if you will, you have micro influencers. And these are the ones where their communities are a little bit more targeted, they're smaller, and the level of trust and engagement with these micro-influencers is generally higher. So with micro-influencers, you will generally convert more because the community is smaller. And when I tell my clients about this, a lot of them will say, okay, Selena, that's great, but you know, I have a small budget right now and I don't want to be working with, you know, a bunch of influencers, so I'm just going to choose a bunch of micro-influencers because you just said they convert. However, the thing is, I talked about it like the sales funnel and it really is like you cannot just work with a bunch of micro influencers. Yes, you might get a couple onesie twosie sales, but to really get the maximum return on your influencer campaign, I would highly recommend trying to spread it out a little bit. And then also, 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 you want to make sure that this is sustainable for you because if you're always just pushing on the bottom of the funnel, at the end, you're going to have no more leads at the top to go through your whole sales funnel. And that's when you get to points where like months you don't have sales and you're kind of dry. So it's really important to build out your whole funnel. Another tip with influencers is that you need to check their numbers. We are in the weird day and age where you can buy followers, you can buy likes, you can buy comments. So you want to make sure the audience they have created and the audience you are paying to get in front of is legitimate, engaged, and real. There are things such as engagement calculators on the internet and you can literally just Google Instagram engagement calculator and then type in the influencer you potentially want to work with, their username, into those calculators and then you'll get an engagement rate that will spit out. Usually, you want it to be about a 4% engagement, and that's considered pretty good for the industry. However, as audience size gets bigger, your engagement will likely go down. So if you're looking at someone with millions of followers, generally their engagement's about like 1% to 2%, but if you are looking at micro-influencers or even kind of that power middle range, you generally want a higher engagement of about like 3 to 4%. And as you're doing the research for the influencers, you also want to make sure you really think about and consider if your ideal customer is following that influencer, because if they're not, then you do not want to be wasting your time. You don't want to be wasting that influencer's time, and you also don't want to be wasting your money. So you really want to think about, again, similarly to the marketing platforms and the social media platforms, is your ideal customer following this person? And then my last tip is to really set up the influencers for success. Depending on whatever influencer you decide to work with, you want to make sure that you give them an influencer brief, which will outline your goals for this influencer campaign, what you really want from them. So is it like an Instagram story? Is it an Instagram post? How many? Just like a really, really detailed view of what you want, almost like it's a technical package, if you will, for your influencer campaign. And then you want to make sure you onboard them. You ensure they understand what success looks like at the end of it. And yeah, so those are some of our influencer campaign tips. And I think that if you want to use this, it can be really powerful. Like a lot of our clients have been really successful with this. However, you want to make sure you do it properly. So make sure you do all of these things, right? Like figure out your influencer plan who you really want to go after, make sure you check their numbers, and then onboard them and give them a brief and really set them up for success. If you're overwhelmed by this, it's okay. We work with our clients through this. So it is something we can help with. Again, feel free to DM us, feel free to email us, or book a discovery call if you want to see how we can work together. The next avenue to increase your brand awareness I wanted to get into is partnerships. One of the things you can do as you're building up your own community is to tap into someone else's network and community that they have already built and comprises of your ideal customer. The key here is that you want to make sure that your ideal customer is following this partner or this other organization or company. As an example, one of our clients is an organic kidswear brand, and some of their key partners that we thought of and set up with them consisted of prenatal yoga studios, doulas, advertisements on baby registry sites, etc. And that really makes sense because for her ideal customer, they were going to these places already. And that's the key because you always want to be along your ideal customer's journey and where they are already because that's how they can find out about you. Her target customer, which was expecting mothers, were going to prenatal yoga studios, going to visit doulas, going onto baby registry sites, and then her stuff would pop up. And that's how she could increase her brand awareness by partnering with these businesses and advertising with them. So the question for you is thinking about your ideal customer, where are they already and how can you insert your brand or partner with companies and leverage other people's networks to increase the amount of people that are aware of your brand? You always want to be along their everyday life and show up where they already are instead of being somewhere they're not because if you're somewhere they're not, they're not going to see it and again, you're going to be wasting your time, your efforts and your money. Another avenue I talked about is press and I will say that I think that press used to be way bigger and way more important and don't get me wrong it still is important and can still be influential but personally just with clients that we've worked with I've seen that a lot of our clients get more success being worn by an influencer or getting a shout out from an influencer versus being featured in a publication But that being said, it never hurts and it does build brand credibility as well. So this could be something you want to do. But if you're just starting out and you do have some funds, I would suggest potentially outsourcing it to a PR agency or to a media agency because it can be quite time consuming. And then especially if you're just starting out, you may not have those media connections. So yeah, if you want to be going down this route, that is just a suggestion you could think about. And then the last avenue I'm going to talk about in this episode is affiliate marketing. If you've never heard about affiliate marketing, essentially it is people that will sell your products or your services for you for a cut. So it's kind of like having your own salespeople out there, but they'll take a little commission from whatever you sell. And this could be an interesting approach for you as well. That being said, you'll want to really make sure you vet who is representing you and your brand and really make sure that they will do it justice and it's really aligned with your brand and your brand's values. For our clients that have gone down this route, I have noticed that it does take a lot of time to manage because a really good influential affiliate program will take time because you're working with all these different individuals. You wanna make sure they're incentivized properly. You wanna make sure that they're representing the brand properly. You want to make sure that they're getting you results and all this stuff. So it is a bit of work to get them to really be set up and be successful. But if you can do it, it can be really, really rewarding. Again, though, you just want to make sure that that individual is incentivized to promote your items, delivers results for you, and is aligned with your brand. Again, this is something we can help with, and we've helped other clients set up as well, so make sure you give us a shout if you're interested in setting up an affiliate program. In a nutshell, there are a lot of different ways to increase brand awareness, and these are just some of them that I have talked about in this podcast episode. There are other methods, as I talked about at the beginning of this episode, But I wanted to address some of the most common ones that I've seen be successful with other clients and I know that people might have questions about. Again, the list of avenues to increase brand awareness I talked about in this podcast episode included organic social media, paid social media or digital advertising, influencer marketing, partnerships, press, and affiliate marketing. If you're just starting your brand from scratch, though, like Emma was asking about, I highly would suggest you do not do all of these items because you're going to burn out, you're going to be super overwhelmed, and you're going to spread yourself so thin that nothing will be done well. So, I really recommend and encourage you to pick two to three of the items that I talked about today. So, either social media organic, paid social media, influencer marketing, partnerships press or affiliate marketing so just pick two to three from that list and go all out on two to three of them so that you can see results and then again similarly bring people onto your team hire people to manage it so that it can all be managed really really well if you need some help deciding what would make the most sense for you and your brand, as well as, you know, what marketing strategy, sales strategy makes sense for you and how you can implement everything and how you can execute successfully to these brand awareness tactics, check out our services. Again, the link is www.readcloset.com services. The link will be in the show notes and then on that link too, you can book a free discovery call with me to see if it would be a fit to work together and how we can take your brand to the next level. Shout out again to Emma for suggesting this topic. I think it was super meaty. I hope that it was really helpful for you. And if you have any content suggestions or if you have a question, make sure you DM us at ReCloseted or send us an email so that I can talk about it because you never know, you might get some free advice like Emma just did today. So make sure you write in to us if there is something you're struggling with because we are here to help you. And that was today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you took a lot out of it, it would be greatly appreciated if you could take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag us at recloseted. Additionally, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe because new episodes will be automatically downloaded and it also helps us as well to continue to provide this podcast for free to you and continue to share all of these valuable resources. If you haven't already, also make sure you rate recosited 5 Stars if you think we deserve it and write a positive review. That really helps us as well. And we will see you again next week. And in the meantime, together, let's write the harmful fashion industry.